Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. It's Beamaz and Beamer. Yeah, it's been at least 15 years since I used a bar of soap. Splish, splash, I was taking a bell. Now, Brian Mazarowski and Joe Beamer. News Radio 930 WBEN. And the streak continues. <laughs> Welcome. It is Beamaz and Beamer here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Yeah, I went and bought, or went to buy, a bar of soap yesterday. I just couldn't do it. You know, I stuck with the body wash. Um, I did get the more, I wouldn't say more expensive. It's still pretty cheap, but the, uh, the better quality. And I, I do notice, I do notice that I, uh, I don't know, my skin's not as dry as it was with the uh, really cheap stuff. Um, another thing, talking about hygiene, which we, you know, we ended the show talking about our showering habits yesterday, um, which I'm sure um, maybe a lot of you question the way you shower. Um, <laughs> So I'm to the point now where, I mean, I desperately need a haircut, right? I don't do long hair well, okay? You have people like Chris Johnson who used to work here. He does long hair well. Um, I just, I can't do it. My hair's not made for long hair. But I'm to that point now where I've waited too long. So now it's embarrassing. Like I have to go get my hair cut. And yeah, I don't want anything close to what it looks like. You ever do that where, you know, okay, I'm going to hold it off another day, hold it off another day, and then you hold, held it off so long that it's like now it's embarrassing to go tell someone, yeah, um, I want my regular haircut back. No, I'm not trying to do anything. Right? You'll get someone saying, oh, are you trying a new look? No, I'm just really lazy. It's that, and then it's also, uh, it, most of the time, you know, because I don't want to get in trouble here, most of the time you'll have someone that will actually have a nice conversation with you. But then you get the person that cuts your hair that won't say a word, and then you'll try to say something to cut the to break the ice, and they'll say a one word answer, and you can tell uh, this is not a chatty person. Now maybe there's some of you out there that like that. I think it's awkward if someone's cutting your hair and there's no conversation going on, and you're just staring at the two of you in the mirror while they cut your hair in in silence. I can't do that. I am not good with silence. Never have been. Never will be. It gets awkward. If it's quiet, if it's quiet for more than two seconds, it gets awkward. Yeah, I'll have a back and forth. I mean, I'll start talking about the New York Mets. I don't, I don't, whatever you want, whatever you want. I just, I have to have a conversation going. You know, you get in the chair. Oh, how's your day? You know, you, you have the back and forth. And then sometimes people just stop the conversation. How is that comfortable? I, 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 I don't understand. 
not wanting to continue. I mean, there's literally someone touching your hair. They're, they're playing in your hair, cutting your hair, moving you all around to cut your hair. And you think that's, I don't know. For me, that's, a little, that's just awkward just to sit in silence. Hey, before we get to uh, topics that are concerning us today, I've got to play this for you. Did you hear this? And again, I don't mean to make fun of anybody. And I, I, again, I want to point out, I realize, you know, I'm just getting started in this radio business. Um, I'm, I'm getting started in this radio business. This is, you know, I'm trying to make my name, but I realize that I am not to the legend status of John Sterling. So I don't want anyone out there to think, oh, Joe Beamer, he thinks he's a hotshot. Believe me, I know, I'm a nobody. I know I'm a nobody, okay? But this is pretty freaking funny. This is John Sterling last night. Now, to set it up, there's a guy on, and uh, Giancarlo Stanton's up to bat with two outs, and the Yankees are losing, which is great, 6-4 uh, to four to the Blue Jays, and this is the call on WFAN. This Hicks. Here's the 1-0. Swung on, there it goes. Deep left center. That ball is high. It is far. It is gone. But caught. At the wall, caught by Tapia. Boy, I thought that was gone. So Stanton got close. He sent Tapia back to the wall to make the catch. And the Yankees come up just empty. That would have tied the game. (laughs) It is gone. But caught. And it wasn't even one of those plays where the outfielder is jumping over the wall. You know what I mean? Like, it's not one of these things where the guy's jumping over the wall to catch the ball. He's literally standing under the ball. And John Sterling on a radio call. Okay, so if you're in your car, say you're a Yankees fan, you're driving around listening to the game, you're probably like losing your mind. Oh my gosh, they just tied it. Can you believe this? And no. And again, it wasn't even like a spectacular play. Like if you watched, if you watched SportsCenter for the top 10, that play didn't make the top 10. It was on the warning track, caught. I mean, that was the play. And again, not to make fun of John Sterling, I, I, I know he's a legend. Um, he's, you know, the legendary voice of a legendary team. I am just not a fan of the team. Um, and if I can, you know, find something wrong with their announcers, um, <laughs> I'll point it out. Uh, but I thought that was entertaining and I thought I'd share it with you. Uh, so today, 803-0930 is the number if you want to get in on anything I bring up um, on the show today. Um, again... Lots going on, as we always say. I kind of want to take it back to uh, an interview we heard just a few minutes ago here on News Radio 930 WBEN. And something, you know, we do a a refresher on all the time, Uh, you know, and and that's about the ever changing landscape when it comes to shopping. Now, we have, I mean, think of the, the way you take in media has changed in the last decade, right? And the same can be said for shopping. And again, just like with John Sterling, I am not trying to take anything away from Brian Culpa. I'm not trying to make fun of Brian Culpa. But he was on, as you just heard, um, the last interview on WBEN. If you missed it, it's on demand at WBEN.com in the Odyssey app. Station 12, it's back Right. If you've driven by it, you see trucks moving, you see stuff going on. It looks like they're working. Um, And again, I have said, you know, it would be better just to tear Station 12 down than leave it as it is now. But if they're going to get back going, let's go. Excited. But there are some obvious issues, right? When this was announced, 
L.L. Bean was supposed to be there. Pottery Barn was supposed to. I mean, this was supposed to be. This was supposed to bring some of the, you know, some of the nice. Will you say higher class? Jimmy, would you say L.L. Bean is higher class? Just stuff we didn't have in Buffalo or maybe only had at the Galleria. Okay. So Pottery Barn, uh, L.L. Bean. I think William Sonoma was supposed to go in this uh, Station 12. So it was planned to be this this big shopping experience, right? You would go there for Whole Foods. You'd go there for clothing. You'd go there for this and that. Okay, whatever. So uh, Susan asked Brian Culpa about what the tenants that are going to be in Station 12. We don't know. And again, anything's better than what, what Sheridan Drive looks like now. It's a, it's a huge eyesore on a very um, populated street, a, a, a well-traveled street. However, <laughs> it's, if you're just gonna if you're just gonna build it to say we built it, you know, I don't think we are. And correct me if I'm wrong. Eight oh three oh nine thirty star nine thirty. I don't think. Um. We're in a way that it's build it and they will come. You know, I mean, he, he alluded to the Boulevard Mall. It's going to be losing tenants, obviously. We don't know what Doug Jamal is going to do with the Boulevard Mall. Um, whatever he does, it's going to be great because his record shows whatever he does, it's going to be great. But are we going to build Station 12 and it's going to be a wait and see? You know, I mean, Whole Foods, when they moved here to Amherst, was told it was going to be this, this, and this. You're going to have this this very nice plaza right next to your uh, store. I, I just, I feel like it's a big question mark. Now, I still have questions if it will even be completed, right? I mean, we've been all back and forth on this Station 12 forever. But now your, your line of thinking is, well, you know, Benderson's adding on and Station 12, and, and it will be a bidding war. I, I just don't... Is it, I don't necessarily think everything that leaves the boulevard is looking to go anywhere. You know, I mean, uh, Brian said it yesterday. We really are um, in, in a way now where, you know, one mall really serves the region. It's not like back in the day where you have three or four malls. And, and I don't think we need three or four of different stores. You know what I mean? I mean, the boulevard's already pretty empty. And I don't know if there's enough stores in the boulevard. If every store in the boulevard moved uh, to Station 12. So I, I, is that the strategy? Have they not reached out? There are no Pottery Barns or Williams-Sonomas in Buffalo. You have to go to Rochester for those stores. Have they reached out to those stores? Have they said, hey, you know, this is now happening. Would you like to get back in your, in your agreement? No, there's been no sign of that. But I, I don't know, and tell me if, if, if you disagree. Tell me why it's a good idea. 803 star 930. Again, Station 12, as it was announced years ago, was a, was a beautiful idea. Uh, you know, I, I was excited about it. But if you're telling me we're going to build this and we have literally no tenants guaranteed at this point, then what good is it? What good is it? And are we really in a position... I mean, let's look at the economy. Let's look at the state of brick-and-mortar shopping. Are we in a position where we can just build plazas and hope they will come? You know, I always reference the empty plaza in Lancaster on transit. 
the empty spots in plazas all throughout Amherst. But now we're going to build more vacant retail space? To me, that 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 doesn't work. Because we're talking about this now. What if they do go through and build it and literally nothing moves to that plaza? Are you going to be applauding that the plaza was built? Or is it just now a different type of eyesore on one of the busiest streets in Amherst? Because that's how I will look at it. Oh, good. Now we just have more empty space. You know what? Maybe the half-built buildings and gravel didn't look so bad because now I'm driving through a bunch of empty buildings and maybe Whole Foods, if Whole Foods can even hang on. Last we checked, they were losing a million dollars a year on the Amherst Whole Foods. So, again, I I hope for the best. I, I would love to see some of the stores that have left the region come back. Um, but I know the state of shopping right now, and I'm not sure that's a, that's a promise. I'm not sure it's promising. I mean, if you built a, a strip mall in the 90s, you have a better chance of filling those spots than you do now, in my opinion. So I want to know your thoughts on that at 803-0930, star 930. I also want to know, let's do a checkup. Right, we did this during the pandemic. Let's do it now. Pandemic, well, in my I'm not a doctor. Pandemic, in my opinion, it has passed us. We are back to normal. How do you shop? Do you shop online? Do you shop in person? Do you do a little bit of both? For me, I have to most of my clothes I have to buy in person. Now, obviously, when it comes to sports teams like the Mets, Virginia Tech, I'll buy some of that stuff online. But clothing in general, I usually have to go and purchase in person because I have to try it on. I don't want to buy something that doesn't fit. And with my ever-changing waistline, I even more need to go to the fitting rooms. So how do you shop? 803-0930, star 930. Is it online? Do you, do you order things for pickup? Because ordering things for pickup, hold on. Sorry about that. Ordering things for pickup usually meant you walk in, you walked out. It's very quick. But now, and as you know, I do more pickup uh, of things uh, with my other job. Now, it seems like the line for pickup is just as long as if I went through the store, bought it, and, and, and did the self-checkout myself. Sometimes the pickup's not the faster option, unless it's a place that has a locker. And then they give you a code, and you can just unlock that locker with a code. But if it's a place where you have to stand in line, you have to show, not to call anyone out, but I'm going to call someone out. Best Buy has the worst online pickup of any store in Western New York. It is faster if you go to Best Buy, look through the entire store, pick something out, and purchase it, than it would be to wait in line. It is the worst Worst experience. Lowe's, on the other hand, they give you a locker. You can walk, if it's small enough to fit in one of their lockers. And you can walk in there, and you can scan it, and bing, there it is. There's my product. But Best Buy, I, I am done buying stuff online at Best Buy. I will just walk in the store. You know, you get five or six people deep in that line. I mean, you're, you're there for a good 30, 40 minutes. 
They should have a vendor walking through and offering you a soda and a hot dog. So what's your pickup experience, stuff you've ordered online? And what do you think of Station 12? What, what, would, you li- what would you like to see go in Station 12? What is missing in Western New York? And it doesn't necessarily have to be a retail outlet, right? I mean, I think we now know plazas don't just have retail outlets. So what, what would you like to see housed at Station 12? What does Amherst need? What does that area on Sheridan need? Again, it doesn't have to be retail. I mean, if I'm the good folks that got kicked out of the last plaza that was torn down, which seems like forever ago, I'm a little upset. <laughs> you know, place is still empty. What would you like to see uh, go there? How do you shop? And what do you think of the progress at Station 12? Again, going forward building, but when asked about possible tenants, it was crickets. And then you bring up the, uh, the Costco thing, and I know David's talked about Costco. I know Brian talked about Costco. Um, is that something that, are you excited about Costco coming to the area? You know, we have BJ's, we have Sam's Club. Is Costco, I mean, is there a reason you prefer that? You're excited about that, especially in that area? As someone who worked in that plaza, let me tell you, that is a miserable plaza to navigate through. So all that at 803 star 930. We'll start with Phyllis, who is in Tonawanda. Hey, Phyllis. Hi, good morning. Phyllis, what would you like to see over at Station 12? Well, to be, excuse me, to be honest with you, I think we need a mental health facility in that area. I mean, we've only got two locations in Buffalo, and I think the people that need help should have a place to go. And that's where I think they should have a location. We don't need any stores. Everybody goes on Amazon. That's my opinion. Phyllis, and I don't, I don't disagree. I think that would definitely, um, as you said, we, we could have more than the two locations we have. But when you said everyone's shopping on Amazon, do you think that's, that's the final? Or do you think people now, when everyone's back to normal, people will start going back to stores? Or do you think that is a lost cause? I think that's gone. I think people are going to be ordering through Amazon. Because, I mean, those specialty stores, I don't really think we need. But we do need people to have a place to go for mental health. You know what I mean? I hear you. Phyllis, uh, I don't disagree. I do appreciate the call. Opens up a line for you at 803-0930-STAR-930. What do you think? What would you like to see there? And what do you think of the state of retail? You know, I always like to uh, to check back to the state of retail in Western New York, I mean, you are seeing the Boulevard Mall just completely. Um, I mean, it, it, it's really it's, it's a nice mall to walk through, but unfortunately, that's about it. You've got your pennies, you got your Macy's, and you've got your Annie Ann's pretzels. But but beside that, I mean, and it's sad how quickly that happened. You know, I mean, I remember in the Boulevard Mall, that was where you you know, unless you needed to go to something that was just at the Galleria because I lived in Amherst, closer to the Boulevard Mall, you would go to the Boulevard Mall. You know, it'd be a little bit of a quicker experience, but it was full. It was to capacity. There was everything there. I mean, now, it's, I think there's two nail places. You've, again, you got your Pennies and your Macy's. You got Men's Warehouse. 
in TGI Fridays. That's about it that's left. Is that just the state of retail, though? Is Phyllis right? Is everyone just going to Amazon? Or is it a mixture? Or is it this? Are we going back to the way we shopped in the 50s? Not we. I wasn't around. Not probably you either. But how Americans shopped in the 50s in open plazas so we don't have to walk through a mall to get to one store. We go to a plaza. We pull up in front of the store we want to go to. And we get there and get our product. 803 star 930. That's what I'd like to hear from you. We'll throw some other things out there when we get back. It is Beamaz and Beamer. Joe Beamer here. Brian on a much-deserved vacation. Looking forward to taking your calls, talking with you after this on News Radio 930 WB. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Yen. It's Beamaz and Beamer. Now Brian Mazarowski and Joe Beamer. News Radio 930 WBEN. Oh, yeah. Thursday morning. Ooh. I said almost said Thursday afternoon. Thursday morning, B-Maz and Beamer here on News Radio 930 WBEN. How are you doing? How's it going? How's your week going? Happy to have you here for the next 24 minutes. And then the always great, always legendary David Bellavia will follow at 10 o'clock. Asking you about the situation on Sheridan Station 12. Um, again, had a lot of promise, had a lot of promise here in Amherst, uh, for Sheridan, a very busy, uh, street. And you know what? Something I was thinking during the break, which didn't even go into my prep and that's shame on me. Look just down Sheridan in the old discovery zone plaza. That plaza is almost completely empty. You know what I mean? So you're going to put Station 12, and again, if, 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 if tenants come, guys, if, if it gets filled with tenants, I will come on the radio, if I still have a job, and I will, I will admit, guys, I was wrong. I will admit that I was wrong. I'm fine with doing that. I'm not one of these people that can't admit when they're wrong. So I will admit I was wrong. But look at that plaza down on Sheridan next to Wegmans. There's nothing there, right? There's a Joseph A. Bank which I like that one because there's never anyone in there. There's a Subway. There's a Starbucks. It's a pretty empty plaza. And now you're going to build Station 12 
with no confirmed tenants. What would you like to see in there? And tell me how you go shopping. 803-0930, star 930. Norma in Tonawanda. Hey, Norma. Hi. Um, as far as Station 12 goes, I think they kind of shot themselves in the, you know, in the foot because they took too long, for crying out loud, to get anything moving. It was a full plaza before. So they kick all those people out. They have to find places elsewhere, which they have. Right. Most of them in the Boulevard Square thing, whatever that's called. And, um, you know, so now they're kind of out of luck. But what would be cool would be an Ikea. That would be great. Something that I'm surprised we don't have in Western New York. I actually wrote them a letter, believe it or not. <laughs> really? So would have been better than where they're jamming it in there now. Because I live just on the other side of the boulevard, you know, where that plaza is. And I like to walk up there and ride my bike and take my grandchildren. And But it's gotten so bad, it's taking your life in your hands. There aren't any. Oh, it. Walk through the through the plaza when you cross the boulevard you actually cross into the the driving area there, right. there's no sidewalks across on two it norma that plaza is such a uh I don't I don't want to say because it's obviously I mean that's where people are going that's where all the shopping is but it is a nightmare and I agree with you put the Costco next to Whole Foods because sure. back where that Tony Roma says it is going to be an absolute it is going to be the nightmare it is now times 10 and and again if I'm if I'm a smaller tenant in that plaza now I'm actually concerned about Costco because there will be people that will say you know what never mind I'm just amazed. It's just growing and growing and growing, and now they're putting a whole new thing in the other plaza where mm-hmm. Michael's used to be, and it's just get that whole section is getting out of control. And I won't even drive on the boulevard. I go all the back ways, and and as I said, it's just not safe. Yeah, they're gonna have to reconfigure all the all the uh, you know streets and everything there, and and widen them, and put some lights in, and. You know, as I said, fix the ability for people. You can't walk from the one side of that plaza to the middle side, to the far side, because there aren't any crosswalks, there aren't any stop signs. I mean, it's literally putting your life in your hands. Yeah, Norma, I, I agree, and I think uh, an IKEA would be great. But I, I, I agree. I think that Costco there would be uh, would be awesome. Thank you for the the call. Opens up a line for you eight zero three zero nine thirty star nine thirty. We've got some breaking developments. Jim, uh, uh, put your headphones on. Uh, let us know what you know, um, because this is breaking as we're speaking about Station Twelve. This is breaking the. Uh, USS Sullivan's, remember that got a lot of uh, attention. They needed to raise money to prevent it from sinking. Jimmy, it looks like those preventions have given in. Yeah, some welds must have broke. Something went wrong. Whatever it was that that, that money went to. I, uh, whatever patch they put on, must have, uh, the duct tape they used was not waterproof. What's the spray? Oh, did they use Flex Seal? (laughs) Flex Seal. That's not funny. I don't mean no. to laugh about a serious topic. No, but it is listing to uh, one uh, one side, at least from the pictures we're seeing. Okay, and this happened quite quickly? I, I mean, has this slowly been happening? From from everything we're hearing, I think it's just happened this morning, or maybe no one was looking and, and it was happening last night, and they got there today and wow. noticed, so... Now, you know you know boats and stuff, because you used, you used a nautical term there. Yeah, list. Listing. It's leaning and, to one side. 
Which means it's filling up on the bottom with water? Yeah, and it's the the um, the starboard side, it looks like. The side that's uh, closest to the where you would board it from, um, you know, to take a tour on it. Is there are there is there any water on the deck? Not yet, but I I think what oh jeez uh, I just I just saw the video sorry the, the newsroom is saying is that water is fast approaching the uh, deck. Can you really save that? I mean, now the way it looks, like I, I don't mean to be you know I'm, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to make light of a situation. Obviously, this is serious. It's heartbreaking. And, yeah. and the way it's tucked in there, you have another ship that I mean, if this thing moves, they're gonna have to get the other ship out of the way. Yeah, you can't just pull it. You can't just pull it uh, out. I don't think they're operational, but uh, oh. um, I, I don't think they have motors, so you would need some sort of a tugboat. And uh, I'm not sure what type of technology they have at the Naval Park there, but maybe the Coast Guard has those uh, airbag-type things that they can float it. Okay. But I feel like it would take a lot of those. I mean, I've this, seen them. This looks like if it, if it sinks anymore, it could be in danger of... Rubbing up on the side of the uh, on the side of the whatever wherever it's docked there, right? I mean this this if it lists as you say leans anymore, that could do even more damage to the ship if if the ship is even still savable. Yeah, yeah, I I think they'll find a way to save it. I I have a feeling that there are uh, there are some uh, good people downtown working on it as we speak. All right, well. Keep us updated. Tim yeah. Wanger's on his way. He's on his way from here, so he'll be there in a couple minutes. Yeah, on his way downtown. We'll definitely have this as it goes. Uh, there's video. There's picture on uh, social media, and we'll keep you updated. I'm I'm looking now because I got a text from Jimmy, and I thank you, Jimmy, um, about what was going on. And you go on social media and see this. Oh yeah, the the, the water's quickly approaching the deck. So the update is uh, from Tim that the it, it, the water is not deep enough where that ship is um, docked for it to sink all the way. So okay, so where we see it leaned right now is that it's, that side touching the bottom. It's not going to disappear under the water, so it probably will be resting on 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 the bottom. Wow, in in that position. <laughs> Wow. Uh, I mean, again, this is something we were just told a few uh, a few years ago. What, was that years ago or months ago where we had the campaign Save the Sullivans um, to prevent what we're seeing right now? It'll be interesting what the next move is because, as you know, this, this has been an issue. Uh, this is something that I, did we think was saved? Did we know this was happening? I have a lot more questions than answers right now. Um, but as I said, Tim Wanger's on his way down there, and uh, he will call in with a full report when he gets there, because I am I am simply observing the pictures right now, and I mean, as Jimmy said, it is it is heartbreaking. You, you think of all the work they've put to to save this ship, um, everything that's gone into this, all the attention, and all the money that you, the community, have put into saving this ship, right? I mean. We, as a community, Western New York, we gave money to save this because you know we're, we're very proud. I always talk about this. We're very proud here in Western New York. We're very proud of Buffalo. Yes, we'll complain about our politicians. We'll complain about this. We'll complain about that. Um, but we're proud of this area, right? I, I did a show a few weeks ago um, where I asked people, you know, is it different if I say something about Buffalo and someone from out of town says something about Buffalo, right? You know, don't don't badmouth my town, only I can do it. 
You know, we did that show. Um, but th- this is heartbreaking. And, you know, the naval part there is something that I think a lot of us love to walk through. We're proud of. Um, I spent the night on one of those ships once. Uh, it was a very cool experience. So, again, hopefully this is is just a minor issue and it will be able to. Now, Jimmy, join us back here because, again, you know this stuff better than I. What would they have to do to re-even this thing out? Do, do you know that? Like, to, I, to get it back to where it's even and you can go on it? If I had to guess, it would be some pumps, some water pumps, and um, probably uh, just getting all the water inside out. But maybe, I think you can weld underwater. If there are welds that broke, I think you can uh, pump that water out and sort of weld underwater as... Uh, as that's happening, it would even itself out. But I don't know the extent of the damage uh, underneath, so it could be complicated or it could be a really easy fix. Hopefully an easy fix. Hopefully an easy fix because, again, the money that has uh, that, that we as a community have given to the Sullivans, um, just, again, being proud of Western New York. You know what I mean? And that, to me, the Naval Park, and I didn't, to be honest with you, I didn't know the name of the Sullivans until, uh, until we had the big campaign uh, a few years ago. Tim Wanger is joining us on the hotline. Tim, what can you tell us about the uh, the Sullivans? Yeah, you know, the way it's listing right now, Joe, you know, I, I do think there's some, some credibility to the fact that there's not as much water there as people think. Um, you know, there's clearly an issue, and the, the ship is listing, and we'll know more in a, in a few minutes. But, um, you know, the, the average, they dredge the water depth in the Erie Canal Harbor to about, you know, 30 feet or so. Um, for, for the shipping traffic that goes through. They obviously have not ever dredged where those uh, naval ships are because they're there permanently. And uh, the larger of the, the two ships there, the Little Rock, um, to my understanding, is basically sitting in mud. Um, clearly, the, the, you know, the, the USS the Sullivan's is not because it's, it's, it, it's listed. I think you'll see more listing than you will sinking. Um, you know, and I, I don't know that for, you know, 100% fact, but there's just not, it's not like we are in, you know, uh, the port of Annapolis and there's uh, 75 feet of water underneath those ships. Um, there just is not. It's not that deep. Um, so hopefully they can just control the listing. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, I, you and Jimmy talking about what they might be able to do, and Jimmy's right on there with the pumping, you know, the more water they can get out of the hull, obviously, the, you know, any anyone, you know, the boat knows that if you're taking on water, you need to get more water out than uh, is coming in. And they might be able to use some sort of uh, flotation devices, too, you know, belly devices that wrap around the underside of the ship. Um, that's what they do in, in smaller craft when they're trying to raise them from, um, from sinking or the fear of sinking. I, whether they can do that with a ship of this size or not. I'm not uh, totally aware of that, but uh, clearly um, something went wrong, and the ship is listing a lot more, and there's water up on the deck, and uh, let's just hope uh, that there's not enough water underneath to completely, um, you know, submerge the ship, and I, I don't believe that there is. Yeah, uh, for sure. Now, Tim, do you know, did this happen just overnight? Were we starting to, to notice this yesterday, uh, or, or was it able to take that water in so quickly? Yeah, sounds sounds to me like... Uh, you know, this wouldn't happen instantaneously, but it also wouldn't take that long, um, you know, it, it, depending on the size of a hole. You know, as you mentioned, they've done uh, some patchwork in there, uh, you know, some incredible patchwork with welding, et cetera. But 
um, something obviously went wrong. And, uh, you know, through the night, I think it, it, it listed to the degree that we're seeing right now on the, the uh, photos on Twitter and video on Twitter. But uh, it sounds to me like people arrived and, and saw this this morning, so we don't know exactly when. I'm not sure if there's uh, canal side cameras anymore, active cameras right there that they would be able to go back and and look. I would I would be willing to bet that uh, the naval part has some surveillance cameras of their own. I don't think they're public. Um, they'd be able to determine exactly when this all began. But as you know, this time of year with the kind of temperatures, uh, you know, we've added, et cetera, there's not, it's not like there's crowds of people uh, standing around to, uh, to notice. I mean, it's, it's a very quiet area right now until the season begins to uh, open up. So I, I suspect that people started to show up to work in that area and uh, notice the listening. Tim, now, this might just be my imagination at work, but, you know, if this continues to list one way, you know, I, I see, is there any way this lists so much where you've got, you know, the, the, the ship completely on its side, and would that cause any kind of um, problems to the ship that's next to it? See, that, that's the thing that, when I first saw these videos, I was thinking. Well, I think the way that ship is positioned in between um, the actual pier wall and uh, the Little Rock, uh, that's actually a good thing, I would think, uh, because, you know, the listing is going to be stopped by one or the other, um, you know, to some degree. So I, I think the fact that it's sandwiched in there is going to help in the long run. Um, you know, there's, there's no way around the fact there's going to be a tremendous amount of uh, water damage to the insides of the ship. Um, you know, and, and the, the repairs get a lot more complicated and certainly a lot more expensive once you're doing them underwater uh, as opposed to inside the hull of the ship. So I suspect that is going to be problematic for, uh, you know, the folks that need to get in there. And, you know, it, you know, it now it's all divers, I would think, as opposed to just, uh, you know, welding from the inside of the ship, which I think has been the plan all along. For sure. All right, Tim Wenger, he's on his way uh, down there. Tim, thank you very much for the update. And again, he'll be uh, reporting from downtown. Uh, he's on his way there right now, and you can see pictures. I'm sure he'll get some pictures up on our Twitter at WBEN and on Facebook, News Radio 930 WBEN. Make sure you are following our social media accounts. Make sure you are listening to the station uh, because, you know, we, we like to entertain. We like to uh, give you our opinion, but we our number one thing is keep you informed of what's going on in Western New York, and we will continue doing that throughout the day uh, here on WBEN, continuing into David Bellavia's program, which comes up in just 14 minutes here on News Radio 930 WBEN. He'll be updating the situation, and again, when Tim gets uh, down there, he'll be calling in. But uh, what to me looks like a scary, I mean, not doesn't look, it is, scary situation, a sad situation, and now it is, let's see what's going on, and we will definitely be learning that. See what's going on and see what kind of damage has been done and what kind of work needs to be done on USS The Sullivans. Um, again, uh, work has been, we, we know the work that has been done. Because there was a big campaign and the great people of Western New York gave the money to the campaign and were able to get this uh, ship to be stable and, um, again, be part of that awesome naval park in Lake Erie on Canal Side. 
Um, but we'll see. We'll see what this is. Could it simply just be getting the water out of the, the ship in a quick patchwork? We'll see. That, those are the things that we will uh, we will learn this morning slash afternoon. And this this is the smaller of the two ships. Right. The Sullivan's is the smaller of the two ships for anyone that doesn't know. It's the one on the inside, the one that you, yeah. when you walk, when you're walking canal side, this is the one that's closer to you. Yeah, the tiny one. It's not the big ship. Right. That's the Little Rock. Right. Yeah. Which is funny. Because people think people hear Little Rock and they think, oh, that's got to be the small one. But the Little Rock is the larger, but the Sullivan's is the one that's... Sinking. That's right. You have to go on the Sullivan's to get to the Little Rock. Correct. Yeah. It's been a while, but again, awesome tours through there. And if you have the op- opportunity to spend a night on one of those ships, it's really cool. Uh, but that is it for BMAS and Beamer on this Thursday. Again, keep it locked right here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Not only... Do we have the USS The Sullivans uh, to pay to keep tabs on and keep you updated on? We also have Elon Musk, who has made a bid to purchase Twitter and what that could mean to social media, what that could mean to Twitter, something we might get into tomorrow on BMAS and Beamer and something I'm sure David will comment on during his show. So we have that. We have The Sullivans. We have just your everyday breaking situations uh, here and nowhere else you'd rather be. The News Radio 930 WBEN. I thank you so much for spending part of your morning with me. I know uh, you are ready for David Bellavia, and he will be up after news with Randy on News Radio 930 WBEN. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 